Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast. We are two realtors from two different coasts working to improve and grow. We believe you deserve to have a thriving business and live a balanced life. Your journey from ideas to implementation starts now. Hey, Jeffy. Ed here in Chapel Hill. You know it's Ed. <laughs> How could you not? How could you not? <laughs> I can see your face, man. That's that's an indicator. But everybody, uh, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. We're focusing on what to do when supply is low. And just to give a little backstory here, uh, we're at the end of the quarter. I know I ran my numbers to kind of see how things are stacking up. And transaction volume's down about 40%, but prices aren't going down. Prices are actually up in my market. Okay. And uh, what's happening is we just have a shortage of homes on the market. O- overall health is looking pretty good days on uh, days on market and uh, pricing. So we have a shortage and Jeffy's got some pretty good content here on what to do when supply is low and how to create some supply. Would you say that's kind of on point? I would definitely say that's on point. And just, I want to also say, so East Coast, West Coast, a lot of times we are a few months difference. Like we're usually ahead of you guys. However, right now we have less than a month's supply. So we have 0.56 months supply of homes as of today. Today's April 2nd. And we are exactly, well, a dollar off last year's median home sales price. So we're not going down either. And I think this again, and this isn't even the topic of our show, but you really need to know what's truly going on because the media still hasn't caught up with where we are. Yeah, that's that's okay. so true. So, All right. So what do you do when supply is low? Okay. So I'm just going to tell you a little story. I got a new buyer yesterday and um, you know, this is she's not a $900,000 buyer and she's desperate. And she works in South area and she's willing to drive an hour to get to work based on just being able to find something. It's she's so frustrated. And I think that what we need to do as agents is to start thinking about ways that we can create more inventory so that our buyers aren't feeling desperate and writing offers on properties that they really are not their best and first choice. I think that's a great point. So let's dig in. Okay. What right. do you think the first what do you think the first point is here, Jeff? Well, I I believe that you should start with your database because you know these people. They're your intimate relationships. They're people that you could feel confident and comfortable calling and asking them anything. So the way I have my database set up is that I have everybody who's a homeowner inside my database set up with bedrooms and bathrooms and zip code. Some of them have more information, some of them, but not nothing less than that. So if I have mm-hmm. a buyer who's looking in a certain zip code, I could pull all of my people and see who they are. The beautiful thing about that is it's twofold because you, number one, you're talking with your database, you're talking with people you care about, you're letting them know what's really going on in the market. And then you can ask them, hey, if you got the number you wanted, would you be willing to sell? Most of them are saying no right now in my in what's happening with me, but they might know someone 
Hey, right. you know, I was at a cocktail party last night and my friend Jane's talking about selling. Now, I don't, I don't even care if Jane hires me as a listing agent. I just want to know what's coming. So right. it's, it's just this really beautiful synergistic thing that happens when you start calling the people you know. Yeah, I think that's a really good point to lean mm-hmm. into those relationships and expand that conversation. I got a question right. on the database. Do you put yeah. in their purchase date in there too so you have that information? I do. I do have that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really smart because what that lets you do then is kind of get the timing of where they may be on their, on their life cycle. Yeah. The average American moves about every eight years. Yep. So you can go back and kind of look at the just the law of averages if you're looking for right. a particular buyer that if if their timing might be, yep. So that kind of, that kind of helps too. But I think that's yeah. a great point. So that's yep. number one. Lean lean into your database. Yes. Exactly. What's the next point, Jeff? So is there a home in your farm area that would be a good match for your potential buyers? You know, Joe. And I will say, Joe, my business partner, I think at this point you know who Joe is, but Joe, my business partner, is incredible at working our farm. He takes his dog, Henry, every day for a walk. He walks all through the area that he farms, and he has just organically met some incredible people. Goes to the dog park together with them. You know, they chat. He drops off things at their houses. So he can, when he's walking, go, hey, Jeffy and I have a buyer for the neighborhood that's looking for blank, blank, blank. Do you know of anybody? And it's not like he's walking up and knocking on their door and going, hey, I'm looking for a three-bedroom, two-bathroom in this neighborhood. No, he's already built rapport and a deeper level of friendships with these people, which is great. That's really now, smart. I like yeah, that. The other, the other thing you can do too, because I'm a little bit, there are people who door knock and there are people that don't. Joe door knocks, I do not. It's just not my personality. It's not what I like to do. But I don't think either is right or wrong or better or worse. It's just whatever's best for your personality. I'd be way more apt to to single out homes that would be a good match within areas for my buyers and write a note or a letter saying, hey, I do have a buyer for your neighborhood. I have a buyer for your home. Would you be willing to chat? And um, I think that's a great, a great place to start. You know, it's funny. I'm probably a little bit more like Joe in that regard. Uh, I had a situation come up in my farm area. My wife, Lynn, she was uh, walking Ginger, our dog, and there was a new home being constructed and she ran into the neighbors who lived next door to it and they were discussing that uh, you know their plans are to go to a retirement area. And so when Lynn told me that, I said, okay, and I just went and knocked on their door and wanted mm-hmm. to know what was going on because I do have a, a couple buyers that could be interested. And That's so now I'm, on, I'm in the loop with them. So you kind of look for those opportunities. But I was able to reference the conversation right. um, and do that. Um, so I kind of I like hitting the door cold. Um, I know. <laughs> you and Joe, oh my gosh. Um, hey, the other thing is, is that uh, I just sold a property in La Jolla and the listing agent, when I did my final walkthrough, said, hey, do you know of anybody that is interested in this building again because um, I got another listing here. And I'm all, oh, wow, that's great. What'd you do? Well, he had sent out a letter saying, hey, I, I sold this house. This is when I sold it. This is what I sold it for. And this is how many offers I had. And we, I need another, I need another home to put this buyer in. And uh, it's something we've talked about. This is not new information, which is so funny because none of this is new information. It's just, are you willing to do 
the information? Right. Are you willing to put it into practice? None right? of it's new. It's no. it's it's fundamental. And when right. your market and when the market kind of shifts, you mm-hmm. got to get back to the fundamentals. That's right. And I I love that story, the La Jolla story, because yeah. what that agent did is he just didn't say, "Oh, I sold this home." Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, I sold this home, and I had this many offers." I need another property to satisfy this demand. Yes. That's the mental leap that he made. Right. Um, off of a very old school, just sold, just list, mm-hmm. you know, postcard, right? He took it to the next level. I love that. And I think how you make that work for your business, and I'm going to do this now, is you make it part of the process right. to where it goes out. And he, he shared that information, which is mm-hmm. brilliant. I mean, right. we gather it, we have our, we have it. <laughs> And we don't yeah. do anything with it. I know, I know. And this is this again, and I like what you said is you know, the market shifts and it changes and it does what it does. And we have come out of a whirlwind of just barely breathing over the last couple of years. And it's unfortunate that I, we, I'm assuming we didn't have these systems in place where they just happen organically. They, they're they in your, this is the protocol. This is what we do every single time. And right. then you're not scrambling, okay, God, I really should you know try to find some homes for my buyers. Well, that would have already been in place. You would have already been making calls last year and people would have been saying, yeah, maybe in a year I'd be interested. And then you have those people to follow up with. So the, implement what you want to implement out of this, but stay consistent. Yeah. Choose a couple things and then do them consistently and you'll win every time. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. We get a lot of questions about why we do this and I want to say that we love it. We sharpen our skills, we get to have fun and we get to interact with all of you. So thank you for that. Thanks so much. And we do have one favor to ask. If you know anyone that's thinking about buying or selling in the U.S. or Canada, let us know. We have an amazing network of vetted agents that are so good at what they do. And what better gift can you give that person than somebody that's best of breed? Enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, keeping it moving. I know this one is not your favorite, but expireds. Now, it's not my favorite either, Ed. Yeah. For yeah. real. Yeah. But I'm not an expired guy, but there's a spin on this that works. But go right. ahead. So for me, if there are expireds that are within the last year or two, even that haven't been listed, obviously, call that agent. Let them know that you have somebody because then that agent will have the opportunity to get in touch with their client or they can tell you the story, maybe the seller decided not to sell because they didn't get the job transfer. You just don't know. But what you're doing is you're building rapport with agents and that agent who has a listing in the area that you want to have your buyer is going to know possibly if there are more listings coming up in that area. So it's twofold. It's maybe this house will be available and it's also hey, let's build a relationship because I have a buyer with a need. Yeah, I think I really love your spin on expireds and that's the way that I prefer to do it as well Mm -hmm. is to go back to the old ones and call the agent. Right. Because that's a multiplier effect just for as you described. 
you're you're tapping into that potential opportunity. There may be other opportunities that agent has, and they know you're not gonna you're trying to shark their client. Right. And so it's just a triple win. Yeah. So absolutely. I think it's a it's a really again make it part of the process. Once you kind of know, then hey, what were the expireds in the last two years? Quite frankly, there's not that many, mm-hmm. but at least there's a couple, and you don't know where that's gonna lead. You don't. You have no idea. But it it definitely is going to lead somewhere. At the very least, you have just created a relationship with someone who you can lean on for information in that area. Right. So there's that. Social media. So social media is something that I have a love-hate with Same. for many reasons. But I do think that if you get outside your comfort zone and you could even interview your buyer or you could do something silly or fun that makes people think about it and then get it into the neighborhoods and areas and have your friends share it or your clients share it, just get people on board to help you find something for your buyer. I think it's a, it's fun and it's great, but you have to get creative with that. And I think everybody has their own little creative spin on social media. So yeah. we'll leave it at that. I think uh, that's a really good one. And especially if you can do video, oh, video's video, where yeah. it's at. Yeah, um, Nothing new there. People know that, but it's going to get more exposure, more interaction, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the mind shift for me on social media, and it might help other folks, is you want to be creating content, not consuming content. That's great. And, if, and you want to be intentional on the content you consume. So don't just mindlessly scroll, but be strategic in what you're following. And what I'm trying to do now is see what people are doing and how can I spin that into what I'm doing. And, and, that's, <laughs> and that's helping. That's really good. And you're doing okay, some I'm... great social media stuff, by the way. Thank so, you. Way I for raising the bar. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you with just something really funny. I my social media feed is cute goats, <laughs> dogs, and vegan and vegetarian food. <laughs> it is so funny. There's nothing on there that's really worth, you know, spending more than 10 minutes on. <laughs> yeah. Mine's bikes, runners. <laughs> And real estate agents. (laughs) There you go. See, I don't even have that on there. It's so funny. Anyway, all right, you guys, we really appreciate you listening. We love sharing content. We love hearing from you. And Ed and I wish you the best with doing some implementation here. Absolutely. Can't wait to see you all. Take care. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show gained insight into having a thriving business and living a balanced life. We also welcome any ideas you would like us to discuss in future shows. Don't forget to like and share. We'll see you next week.